five, uh, five, four, three, two, one. G'day, brother. So, here we are. So, this is Shahin. I'm here with my good friend, Max Jorda. I know this guy from uni, and I've known you for how long now, man? Probably three years, maybe? Yeah. Years, yeah. Thanks for being here. Uh, no, bro, appreciate it. Thank you. We were having some really good chats today, and just the flow of the conversations, just it, it was just phenomenal, and we thought, hey, We'll just sit back and Give it a record crack. a podcast. Why not? And so, unscripted, and we thought we'll just ramble about a few things that we thought might be interesting. One thing we were just talking about earlier, man, that I, I found really interesting was it seems that both of us are both in a place that our lives have just kind of, we've both found some level of stability after some some turmoil that you yeah know. some pretty trying times yeah but it's made like going off that it's 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 been a it's been a progress but it's 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 been gradual as well but like and i and i feel that's the best way to do it like there's there's no rushing things like this mm. you know when in development you you can't just jump to conclusions and like lean on successes too much or, or failures you've got to like take it everything in your stride look at it like holistically and i know i feel like we're in a pretty good way at the moment yeah, yeah that's good yeah i was i i loved all the things you were telling me today and you know it seemed that because you've you know it's i'm still studying my final year of medical degree and it's it's got its stresses and you've just finished yours so it's been about a year for you for you mm. you were telling me and you know, it sounds like you've just found that stability and, you know, you've come, you've come a long way, brother. And, oh, I appreciate it. You know, it just sounds like you've found this level of motivation, clarity, and you're just, you're just more optimistic and it seems like you, you're, you're focusing on all the right things. Mm. Um, and, you know, it's, it's a lifelong process, like you were saying. And so I really just wanted to kind of, I suppose... In, in my conversation today, I wanted to let us begin by kind of beginning with a problem, you know, with, with in mind. Because I find when you kind of have a problem in mind, it facilitates that art where we're trying to create or find a solution that we're both trying to get to. Mm. And it often turns out to be a lot more organic and engaging. Mm. And, you know, I wanted to kind of puzzle together, you know, how is it that both of us seem to just have more clarity and optimism and focus? And, you know, I, I suppose I have some thoughts on that, but I really don't know what it is. And so, and I, you know, let's just have a little chat and mm. see where we get to. So, like, the I think if you want to bring it back to, like, the origins of it, it's... The fact that we were both aware of what we what we saw as like problems or things that we thought like we wanted to improve on and that's the first that's a, sort of the first point you can start at because once you become aware of that that's when you can begin to sort of set the set the tone and 
sort of set a plan to for, for development and to get yourself into a better place and I do feel like we were, we were pretty aware of where we were going wrong mm. and then even if we weren't as disciplined and we didn't stick to it for like a while and as you said we've only just started to come into our own mm. I think ha having that initial awareness to be like I need to improve in these areas instead of just going oh I'm just not doing well at the moment that and then you've that's you've got something to build off mm. and I feel like it's been a, it's been a gradual process but like I feel like yeah there's been some some massive improvements yeah, yeah. I agree I say you know I'd say that I mean, getting to the place of being aware took a lot of time for both of us. Mm. And then going from a place of being aware and having a no some knowledge of what could be, like as, as the alternative of, of where we want to go to. Mm. And also the, tri the trials and errors that go with that, which all, like not all of them work. And you, like you, you sometimes you let yourself slip, and you go into like substances, and you you try to like sort of blanket it for a period of time, which may work for some time, but in the end of the day, you've got to it has to, it has to sort of be organic. And as we're speaking about today, the the gym and getting in a routine, and even just waking up and doing like breathing and starting your day as sort of like you've got to project yourself in that light even if sometimes you have to fake it mm. that that should be enough you know mm. what I mean and that's you've only, you're only going to go like if you're if you're doing the right things consistently you're going to get results mm. it's yeah it's if you've got to build that momentum but yeah it's it's we're only just scraping the surface I feel but yeah. it's definitely some positive results yeah. yeah um and you know I think that really when you were telling me about it, sounded to me like that's like yeah, that's those are the right things that you know you're doing differently. Like mm. both of us have had a more solid routine and mindset around physical exercise because mm. I think you know when our physiology is one hundred and ten percent, a lot of things can flow from there. Mm. And, you know, it's one of those, I suppose, it's training the attitude that we have from resisting pain mm. and seeking discomfort to towards training it to face pain, to mm. face the challenges and, and that builds, you resilience. know, your character, it builds your resilience. 100%, and yeah. I'd say for me couple of months ago I almost had no concept of resilience mm. or at least I'd completely lost touch with what resilience was because I was numbing myself with substances you know whether even though they were prescribed in pharmaceuticals they just had diminished my sense of pain tolerance mm. and so I was running away from pain and you know, pain is just a natural indicator of life. Like it, it, pain is like a signal that tells you that, you know, you're, you're doing something wrong. And that's it. And it should be the best way to process that, that, that sort of information is how can I, how can I change this instead of what we were like in the past doing? It's like, how can I just immediately get rid of this 
So for now, I feel comfortable. But it, rather than that's that's have like a holistic sort of a view on it, and let's let's break it down to the point where it's why am I feeling this pain? Where's it coming from? And what can I do to help it? Instead of sort of not numbing the senses and just like ignoring it, but like oh, being vulnerable and and opening up and having that sense of that that guilt, which is healthy as anything. Mm. You know what I mean? When when People are too quick to, to be like, don't be too negative on yourself. But with it, without that, you can't, you don't really get to the the nuts and bolts of what's going on in your life. You can't, you can't dismiss anything. Like posit- positivity is obviously a very healthy sort of mindset. But and it's certainly overrated. Because mm. mm. like, if, if you're not honest with yourself, and if you sort of just put everything off to the side where it's like, oh no, like... I, I'm 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 just gonna I'm gonna like ignore all the things that like say would have happened in the past and say with with my relationship and I'm gonna like I, 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 that's done now but and then just act like that never happened no that what happened was so important in my development and you can either choose to be a victim of that or you can choose to grow with it mm. and I feel like for for my case I've I've recently gone to a point where I've I've a real acceptance of it. And an ability to use that in a in a positive way instead of hating the the past and just like relying heavily on just like the natural path of oh this is it's too easy to just be negative because that's what I'm used to doing. You've got to sort of re sort of shape and remold the the scaffolding to go. No, I don't I, I don't have to do that, and mm. that's not helping me. Like obviously be aware, but that's not helping me in any way. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. And you know, it, I was I was seeing you going. It, it's so much easier for people outside of us to see the tribulations we're going through. And I find it so hard to be self-aware. We're almost blind to the mistakes that we kind of often make. Mm-hmm. And I was seeing you going through. Uh, you know, seeing you through the pains you were going through and you know I felt as a friend it was there was only so much I could do but you know I just wanted to be there as a sounding board so that you could feel that someone's there to support you Mm. because you know you you know you always had the brains on you and I think you were just in a phase of your life at the time where you were just caught up under so much external influences that were negative and bringing you down that it was you know I, it, it was easy to well it was hard to deal with those problems and mm. so the easy way out was to distract yourself mm. and you know these these are the roots to why we follow addictive patterns yeah well like that's and when we go into say like addictive patterns, my my way of dealing with it, like, I would be heavily submissive just to avoid any sort of conflict. Where it was like it was even to the point where when we did meet up and we'd have these conversations, I it would just be like an all-out venting. Where mm. it's like, and because you're the sort of person that I'd I'd like to talk to about this stuff, and and it would it would. It was just a, such a shame because 
I, I'd leave conversations like that going, no, this is, this is really good. And then suddenly you're just thrown way back into the vortex. And so touching on when you, when we started this conversation and like, we, we both feel like we've reached a sort of a level where it's, we can see some light at the end of, it's not all sort of dark and gray. And what I personally think it's, this is the first time in a while where I've only had to worry about myself mm. and all these natural sort of like, well, all, 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 all the things I was going through before or was like all these stresses, they're gone and suddenly flooding back in, like now is priorities, work, uh, being healthy, worrying about myself, wanting to be a better friend, all those things that are like, they're so natural to our, like instinctive, like I, I wasn't having that before. And I think that's really what makes me happy these days where I actually have the time to go, I mean, I want to improve on myself rather than how do I sort of Please the people around me. And also, maybe. also, how do I just... Before I was uh, purely surviving. Mm. And now I'm, I'm going, that's sorted. And mm. I can develop now. Yeah. Instead of just, how do I get through each day? Like, I agree, man. Yeah. Um, I'd say... I really, really like resonate with that. Um, a lot of the pain I was going through was just trying to survive. It was, you know, when I was really depressed, I was, the focus that I had was, how do I not fail? Mm. How do I keep my relationship together? Why am I? And when I was really depressed, the questions were even more negative, like, why am I such a worthless person or such a worthless friend? And that loop of thought would just continue on and on and I was asking the wrong questions I was focusing on the not even the wrong questions but disempowering questions and it was when I started to process some of those emotions and said you know I started to set myself the intention to you know how can I find some inner peace how do I find some self-acceptance and move through this chapter of my life mm. and it was I think when I started to allow myself to uh, allowed myself to space to become aware of what I was feeling without judging it or being ashamed of it mm. uh, and yeah so it was a combination of allowing myself to space and then fleshing it out I, I, I wrote I sought therapy and I, I think in writing it really allowed me to kind of see the genesis the, the beginning the middle and the end you know that's how a story flows mm. And often when we have thoughts, it might just be, you know, like a random, you know, sporadic thoughts that I might have. But if I was to write it out, it would seem to me that, oh, like I, I say, you know, I, I'm feeling like, you know, today is a shit day. And as part of a story, it would have, it would need a beginning and an end. Mm. And that would spur me to actually think a bit more deeply about the issue. And it would also create 
one level of separation from the anxiety that I was feeling so that it wasn't all in my head and all encompassing mm. so that I could actually step back and rationalize rational use my rational brain to be like how did this happen and and where is this going like breaking it down into the not just the like the end result but let's break it down to what what may be stopping me from getting to where I want to be. Mm, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I feel, well, like, I feel when we were hanging out last year, one of the things you'd, you'd be always talking about, and I could see it, like, you had, you put so much pressure on yourself in terms of uh, your, like, say, academic achievements. And I could see a lot of the stress was coming from that. And you were like, like, and I, I and I was telling you, I was like, just but wait until you get there. Mm. The, the the amount of happiness in which you will get there but I could see that there was a bit of like as you've got like you've got expectations and the amount of potential you have but what I felt was the amount of pressure you're putting on yourself was really sort of like slowing down that sort of exponential growth happiness just like flow state of it because you were just overthinking it like mm. this, like the same way I overthink, like my stresses, my anxieties, which make that, that tenfold, and it's just a, it's a point of diminishing returns where yeah. you're like, I, I, you go back to that, that you go to that rock bottom constantly, and you're always trying to like get out of that rock bottom. But I, I, I just feel like, I don't know, I, I feel like for, and we've spoken about this today. I feel like this is one of the first times in my life, in my adolescent times where like your brain, your frontal cortex is developed and you're able to like rationalize and analyze. And I, I, I'm fairly comfortable and I can see that with you as well. Mm. Like we've made a lot of progress. Yeah. yeah. And I think thinking on it now, reflecting on it deeply, I'd say just off the point you were making, I'd say that yeah, last year I was just so caught up with worrying about how things will be, catastrophizing, which is just worrying about the worst case scenario. And I was constantly doubting myself. I was getting my, in, in my own way significantly. Mm. And I see the difference now. And I think this only happened a month ago where I had this epiphany um, in some of my experiences where I came across this idea by Hal Elrod, who coins or is, is the author of the Miracle Equation. And the Miracle Equation, he coins it as his method of achieving the extraordinary. And, you know, this, this guy, he's phenomenal. He's been through very traumatic tragedies and come out on top and you know real tragedies like he had a cancer diagnosis very recently actually a cancer diagnosis where only I think the mortality rate is 8% and through his mind and effort he managed to heal himself and it was just mind-blowing and positive reinforcement and yeah. consistently 
And so his equation was, or at least he, he tries to distill it down, and his miracle equation comes down to two things. Unwavering faith and extraordinary effort. Mm. And they kind of feed back on themselves. And, you know, because if you're, if you've, if you believe that you can do it, you find yourself in this tranquil place of calm where instead of worrying or expending your energy in, in anxiety, you're really just focusing on how can I solve this problem? Mm. And then when you're taking extraordinary effort, you're doing as much that's in your power to move forward in that direction and to substantiate the the thoughts you're having about like that positive like, so when you're making the effort as well that's backing up in terms of quantifiably and that's when you start seeing the results exactly mm. i mean that's exactly how the feedback loop works mm. because you're you've, you've got faith in yourself which in sort of inhibiting you because often we have fear around taking an action and that's uh, around failing and we don't take action mm. so the, the unwavering faith allows us to take that first step that self-belief that self-belief that self-backing and then when we're actually taking the effort or taking action we're making the progress that our brain actually tangibly mm. translates as I'm really doing this yeah. I'm really trying my best and then back, that kind of builds the faith Mm. which then pushes you to take action. And it's this crazy loop that, you know, I... It's results, and then results will reinforce the, the faith. Yeah. The, the initial, what the initial thing was, the faith, when you start seeing the results, mm. which which will come. Mm. If, you, if you're that focused on that, mm. and then you're putting in the effort, as you say, results will reinforce that, and then it's, it's, a, it's a loop. It's a loop yeah. of momentum. It's For me, dude, I think the results came in two days. The, the, the difference was that, I mean, I think parts of me had, could reconnect to having unwavering faith back in the days where I used to have some successes in my life, where I thought, hey, back when I was, you know, striving to get into medicine, what's, you know, what was different? Like, why is it that, I managed to do what I did then, but I can't seem to get myself to do it now. And the difference then was I was just very comfortable in the fact that, you know, I had this sense of self-belief that, you know what, I don't know how I'm going to get there, but I had this vision of myself in 10 years time of being this successful doctor and whatever that meant mm. at the time, but childish visions and it was so clear in my mind at the time that it meant I felt comfortable. And so I would lead my day with clarity and I would just focus on doing the best that I could. And you wouldn't allow the negative thoughts because that wouldn't, the, the, like the sort of the standards and the goals you set, that, that, w that the negativity wouldn't be part of the process. Mm. So, and and as, when you get locked onto, it's not law of attraction as such, but when you get locked onto a path, like a positivity, like when you can sort of nullify the negativity around it, you'll see progress. And then you, when you build off that progress, 
it becomes exponential. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah, it's it's very powerful to the point where, like, yeah, it's it's and it's something that I've only seen recently. Yeah. And it's yeah, it's like, and I see it. My my results at work show, mm. and I'm getting good feedback at work. Tell and, me more about that, because you were saying you've had some tremendous results at work, and how would you say that maybe changing your mindset has helped you at work maybe compared to how you used to feel at uni Mm, so like so that's an interesting point so the way i'd feel about uni is i'd always i wouldn't like i wouldn't put myself down to a point but i'd be very realistic right the the competition and the sort of people around are very intelligent Mm. and I, i i know i'm smart but there's there's different levels and I know that I can compete in different areas and I'll do very well in them. But what happened with me was I, yeah, cause I you've had incredible results in sports. Yeah. And that's where I'd set my standards and that's mm. where I'd be like, that's I, I, I go, I congratulate on those merits rather than I'm just going to put more effort in on my academics. And if I get that grade, that's not going to supplement that intrinsic hunger to be mm. an athlete. So I never really put that much effort into it. But with work now, it, all it took was my anxiety dying down and being able to engross myself in the task rather than worrying about all this other stuff. And when you when you see those results, it's it's like I'm waking up every day looking forward to go to work, mm. and it's it's an, it's exciting. And I know it's completely normal, but for someone who's had none of that for so long, and they've constantly just been like. I'm convincing yourself, oh, no, you're going to do this, you're going to do this. Mm. But but when it comes in that state where things are just happening and happening and happening, and it's like, you go, oh, okay, how is this happening? But it's happening for a reason, mm. and it's because you're you're projecting that. You're like, you're not worrying, you're not doing it. There's no anxiety with it. Mm. You're just projecting like ability with, with, mm-hmm. the, with no restraint, mm-hmm. with none of that stuff in the background, yeah. none of that chatter. Just, just your raw ability. And, like, and you know, I, I wouldn't say it's normal by any means. Like, I don't, I don't really think that everyone wakes up in the morning feeling excited to go to work. Mm. That's for sure. There's none of that. And then also, I'd say that it, yeah, it must feel incredibly different to move from that place where you were just trying to push yourself to... And, and, you know, I was in the same place six months ago. I was just, like, waking up... Not six months ago, three months ago. Waking up, pushing myself to just get out of bed, just go to, go to uni, focus, like, find self-discipline. That was, like, the mind... The words I'd use for myself. And there was just a lot of effort for me to just focus. And then that effort, which... When, when in the state you are now, that effort could is now put to better use. Where it's like, that's where the growth is going to come from, mm. because half of the half of the your your capacity is going towards just building yourself up to to get to, to get a level. to it. Yeah, it's like. But know. when that's not in the picture, the amount of room for creativity, motivation, that that mm. you you'll see that in spades, and then the t- like whatever you're doing is going to be so much more productive because there's there's none of that sort of like dragging you down where it's like I've got to get over this hurdle if I'm going to get this done 
Like it's you're already at that baseline. Yeah. And so the task becomes like I don't want to say enjoyable, but like it's, oh, it, it certainly do you know does. What I mean? like, yeah, dude. It, it's I'd say I suppose the difference between not being depressed and feeling normal, mm. <laughs> feeling good about life is that main difference is is it's that instead of me putting in ninety percent of my energy just to show up, mm. my it, it almost feels like that resistance is gone and I can just show up and I'm feeling comfortable just to be myself. 100%. And I feel like now I'm enjoying things and from that place, I'm engaged, I'm focused. And then from that place, I'm beginning to think, hey, like, what, what, what other things do I enjoy? Yeah. What, what else is what, possible? What else is possible? And then, you know? and the potential that you've, you know, like deep down intrinsically you've always had, but which has been like suppressed because of all this other stuff, you've naturally just woken up and that's been your priority just to, just to wake up in the morning. Just to wake up. When, yeah. when that, when that's not there, there's all this sort of untapped energy. And mm. as, because you're a motivated person naturally, you're going to go, Okay, well, okay, I can really, I'm seeing growth and I'm seeing like a lot of movement where as before I wouldn't have even thought to do that. You're just not surviving, but yeah, you're, you, you know what I mean? Like you, you just want to, there's a, the, the standards that you'll give yourself, you'll see them like increase and increase and increase with like every sort of interaction that, that goes well. And yeah. then you, you can build on that, but before it's like, like for me, I was just literally wanting to survive the day. Yeah. And if you do well, you do well. But now I'm like, I'm setting myself goals mm. where I'm like, no, no, like I, I know I can do a lot better. My potential is, I, I feel like a, you sort this of. This is a unwavering. This is faith. This yeah. is unwavering faith. You're reborn. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I'd say for me, it was an active process of stepping back and mm. being like hey like why is it that because i suppose when i was really depressed i really wasn't acting congruently to who i thought i could be mm. you know i wasn't feeling fulfilling my potentials and probably seeing myself more negative more negatively than i really was performing but there was a while there that I was actually doing all the right things. I was taking action, but I still on the inside felt like an imposter. On the mm. inside, I felt like I was a terrible person, that I was still ineffective. I was had no self-control. I was worthless and not deserving of whatever life I was having. And so it took me a moment to kind of step back and have that talk to myself and be like, hey, look, it seems like that, you know, it, it took me to pass one of my really big exams that uh, I actually failed last year that kind of set me back and I was quite anxious about the biomed exam. Yeah, oral one. Yeah, the, yeah. it was like this really difficult oral examination that we had to sit. And this year, this, this year round, uh, all the way up to it, I was just anxious, but that thankfully pushed me to do all the right things and prepare in all the right ways. And so I, yeah, I smashed that exam. 
But, you know, afterwards, it was, it, firstly, I felt relieved. Mm. I was so relieved. But it was almost, I was in a state of disbelief to, to some extent because I told myself for so, for so many months or so many years that I'm incapable. I can't do this. Mm. And so I was almost in a state of disbelief when I managed to get through it. And, you know, just the other day, I, I sat with myself and I told myself, hey, like, all these things that I was worried about, they all ended up turning out to be fine anyway. Mm. I just wasted all that energy in the past worrying about how things will be right now. And things turned out to be fine in some way. And even if they, a lot of my experiences that even turned out to be a lot worse than I thought, which actually never is the case. <laughs> I, I, I probably thought of the worst case scenario. Which is, yeah, which is a natural, is a sort of defense, like to, sort of, to be prepared. Yeah, so to be like, prepared, yeah. yeah. And even in those situations, I learned something from it. I, mm. I took a lesson from it. So for me, it was a matter of sitting down and being like, hey, when things go, like, no matter what, Something will happen if either things go well, which is most often the case, and when they don't go well, it seems like my pattern is that uh, I'm going to learn something from it. Mm. And it's if things go absolutely not as expected, I recover from it, mm. and things turn out to be okay. I'm still, I'm still putting my head on the pillow the next night. Mm. And it's, yeah, and it's it's sort of that thing where it's like you don't really know who you are until you've been through those experiences and there's nothing more valuable than going like I've been through that and I've gone through that and I've, I'm, st I'm still here and I'm doing better than I was like to getting to the point where it's like okay I'm still surviving and then where you are today where you're excited about life mm. and all the all the stuff you've been through and and me as well and it's like that that resilience is is priceless like mm. you can't teach that and not, a, and not a lot of people are strong enough to go, okay, like, come up and be like, okay, I, this is just a, like, this is just a phase. Some people really just let it get to them to the point where it's it's hard to recover and hard to bounce back. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's, and at a young age, I think it shows a lot of maturity, yeah. especially with the stresses of uni and especially your degree as well. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, And for me, it took, oh, I mean, it, it was definitely not easy it had it it, it it had its struggles and for me it was for me it was not natural and by by any stretch of the imagination it was a very active process for me to actually sit down and be like okay how do I develop self-resilience like <laughs> I had to teach myself what resilience was and I think one of the key things that helped me get out of my depression in the past month was two things two mindset shifts that I had and one was one of them was deciding with myself that instead of running away from pain and seeking comfort that it's okay and I can tolerate pain and that pain is okay mm. that no matter what happens the before and after like of what happens is there's always going to be pain in some way or another yeah. and as long as I'm running away from pain 
it's going to be there. You know, mm. what you resist persists. Mm. And when I had that chat with myself and decided that, you know what, I'm just going to accept and release resistance. And also don't try and be in control of everything. Because mm. when you do that, you're putting too much pressure on this has to happen this exact way. Yeah. And when it doesn't, that's you know that's when it starts you have those pitfalls and you like you and you put it on yourself but that's a key you, point brother yeah that's actually well that's i wasn't going to say that's my second point i can't remember what my second point was that that could be my second point because what was another important thing i realized was that i was trying so hard to focus on controlling the outcome mm. controlling how things were coming about or controlling my state of feeling which led me to play with chemicals or really I suppose when you want to be in a particular state when you're not in that state you really hate it yeah and you yeah. you want to change your state 100%. and I suppose an element of maturity was allowing myself to just accept the state I was in, accept that pain and let go of resistance and focusing, yeah, instead of trying to control everything around me, allowing there, you know, allowing myself to see that, yeah, just things will happen as they will. Like, I don't have full control over the things that happen in life. Mm. No one does. And as long as you're being responsible and doing the things that need to get done, things sort of have a way of shaping in a, like in a, in a decent way. Like if you sort of like, cause the more you attach onto like an idea or it's or like a pressure or like a goal, it's obviously great to have those. But if you rely too heavily on those and you don't sort of allow for Okay, I'm I'm like I'm doing what I can do and that's all that's all you can do. And mm. anything outside of that, that's not beneficial. When you start to overthink it, where it's like I'm doing you if you know if you're doing and if you're not, then that's where you go, okay, I need to do more. Mm. But outside of that, if you're doing everything you need to do, everything outside of that is not worth the energy. Yeah. And that energy will will take days away. Mm. Where you, you you really you feel like you're studying, but there's there's not a lot going in. Yeah. And it, you've you've just we've wasted days stressing about things that probably not going to happen. Yeah. One out of your control, and if you are doing the right things, then that shouldn't be a stress anyway. Do you mm. know what I mean? So yeah. But there, there's there's it's not going to happen. But you got to train your brain to go. Look, I I can see the tangibles in front of me. I'm coming to the library. I'm doing the studying. I'm going to the gym. Mm. Like. And also, what what more do you expect from yourself? Like mm. it's like like you're doing everything right. Yeah. You know what I mean. So like as long as you're not slipping up, and if you mm. were, you know you have to pull it in. Yeah. But I yeah I just think that the pressures and how much that can destroy somebody and and take away that what what really makes you you and your mm. natural talents, which is what you should rely on, yeah. rather than yeah I, I like. I agree, man. Uh, I think our mind can really just do a number on us mm. and we can just get so caught up and get so hard on ourselves and you know I think probably some of that comes from 
comparing ourselves to our own standards or upbringing or you know this comparison kind of lifestyle that we have comparing our life to other people's feeds and this kind of social comparison paradigm that is just so toxic and so akin to depression that we you know that everyone mm. I think feels on some level or at some times is really just that and I yeah I can't remember where I was going with no it's 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 the it's control also, yeah, yeah, sorry. yeah and it's also the, the the pressure you're putting yourself is so unnecessary to the point where mm. if you know deep down what you need to do and then everything outside of that is it's purely you're just trying to control situations mm. where it's like you'll have times where you'll think oh this is like oh you're stressing about something and then you'll find out that that wasn't even a case at all mm. and that's time energy wasted yeah. because you've created a like a cycle in your head where it's like if you're going to be rational you know what you need to do these are the set tasks that make sense pay your bills do this do that all that other chatter if you can minimalize that you've got so much more energy for things that will help you grow outside of what you've just got it what all, all the tools you have to do in your life yeah. do you know what i mean and that like i think that what we were talking about today is that just that freedom and the the clarity in our mind where it's it's not taken up by self doubt and sort of like oh guilt and like oh like oh, I haven't done this I haven't done that no it's this is a time where you go oh no I can I can actually I can I've got room for growth now yeah. like why not pursue that that's where my energy is going yeah you know what I mean like yeah it it uh, it it builds the space for that mm. and I think you know what I realized was just exactly on this point that I was focusing way too much on all the things I couldn't control. So, you know, I became a control freak, but I was focusing on trying to control the outcomes. I was trying to control the people around me, maybe the exact state that I felt instead of stepping back and realizing that firstly, there are external forces at play. I've got, I don't have 100% control, so there's an element of surrender in that, mm. which also lent to, it lent to it, it lent to a place of gratitude that then came, because when good things would happen, I'd be like, ah, great, like, that, it's great that I feel good, um, and, and that only comes from surrender, I think, mm, and... That's and and so there was surrender there and there was then a shift of trying to focus on all the wrong things or the things i actually had no control over but uh, only on the things that i had some control over and you know this was the thing i was discussing with my friend and i think the main one is that the only thing i can try and control is my response my mindset or energy discipline and discipline is a hard one like I mean discipline again is maybe outcome like you can try and put in mm. like you said you can try and put in you can start your day with the intention that today I'm going to try the best try my best to you know achieve my goals or mm. try my best to bring a positive energy 
but you can't expect that that will happen. And mm. I think it's important to differentiate between expectations and, and intentions. And, in, and also reality. Like, and, and, not, reality yeah. and not everything that you want is going to be in an instant. And mm. sometimes the things that are really like worth getting, that, that may take a bit of a bit ups and downs to get there. But if you're focused on that path and it's like you've sort of set, you, you set those standards and you've got like, I, I always see it's like the, like a, that sort of mind map. And if you can stick to that and not divert away from it, like it's like a lot of the things are possible. If you've got like, I don't know, I feel like this, I've got like a different point, but I can't really go on to it. It's, it's like, I know it's just the clarity I've got at the moment. I'm mm. able to sort of compartmentalize things that I can before wouldn't even be in my like saving $15,000 before for me would be unheard of it was paying people off paying debts off stressing mm. about that stressing about fucking Bella and now I'll come home from work and I'm like I've got free time I'm going to go for a run mm. you know what I mean like that, and those when those opportunities arise it's like you, you'll see things in life and as I was telling you today like I sat at work the other day for the first time in ages I, I love life Mm. Like it's 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 crazy how, like it like it, it's it's normal, but like everyone's got their shit they they're upset about. But if you can sort of rationalize it and go, okay, that's I will deal with that, and I'm not gonna let it override my whole day. You yeah. know what I mean? And, and but still stay on top of it. Mm. You can like achieve a lot more. It's like yeah. This yeah, man. I'm really happy for you, man. That. It's a really difficult place to get to, and yeah, you'd see me on you'd see me on the bad days. Yeah, with yeah, it's seen you on on you know on all your days, and so that's why I'm really proud of you. And no, I, I think that. it's you know, like you said, it takes that level of both emotional resilience, but that self awareness to be able to step back and compartmentalize mm. uh, the different things that are happening in your life and also then back yourself and have that self sense of self-assurance that you know this is me this is where I'm going and you know now that you've got some things that are happening for you and I'm in control of because because I, before I, I couldn't I couldn't be like oh I'm gonna be able to get this done because Bella, for an example, I don't want to always bring her up, but she, That's I'd be the like, second time only, man. Yeah, but <laughs> I, I'd be like, oh, I want to get this done, but I can't trust that that could happen because what if she goes off the rails and mm. I've suddenly got to just, all right, be comfortable with what I'm doing. But mm. now I can set myself proper goals mm. where it's like, it, it's real. I feel like it's, it's, it's a new, like a new bit of life and it's perfect timing, man. Finish uni and just started work. Yeah. Well, like opportunities. So new chapters. Yeah. You know, and and like, focusing on changing, you know, the power that we can, we have in. For me, it was resetting the meaning that I had around myself, mm. trying to instill in myself a sense of faith that, you know, I've got this. Like, mm. and it, it took me a little while to just play around with that. And to took me a little while to remind myself the fact that I've got this. Like I, I, I at first it felt like it felt a bit fake, but um, like I practiced it for a few days, and I, I just felt, you know, when I would wake up, uh, say I might, one practice that I had was 
I would, I'd get really anxious in the mornings usually. So I started to plan my mornings and set three goals or intentions for the next day. Mm. And I found them, uh, I found that I would wake up the next day in the most state of calm because I kind of had this, you know, calm that, you know, I, I knew what the day was going to be about. Mm. And that would just set the stage for the rest of the day. Yeah, 100%. And, 100%. you know, for me, that was almost me talking to myself uh, in a sense that I was making promises to myself and keeping them. Mm. And after a while, when you're depressed and you lose that sense of faith with yourself and also a sense of respect in a way yeah you, and when yeah, you, you and when you do those those three things in at the start of the day you go i've done this i've kept a promise to myself mm. i've like and that self sort of respect and admirality will come back even in, in like slow like little pieces that builds up and you go no i've i'm finding myself again yeah like the for the, the person that brought before all this like all sort of insecurities came about like I, i'm finding my true self again and learning to love yourself mm. is the most important thing because that is pr that's probably the key of it because if you you love yourself and you're confident and you really trust in because your your abilities are never going to go away it's only your like that that sort of fucking shield in in your head where it's like okay i like i i know i've got that but i don't believe it but that's always been there so if you can get past that barrier like yeah. by doing little little tiny things yeah. and that that love yourself respect yourself at the end of the day i've always said man like every your, words, man. Your, your family and your friends that they're, they're always going to have your back but nobody is going to have your back like you're going to have your back everyone's got their own shit in their life they need to do if you don't have your back if you're not your own best friend yeah like dude you know what i mean like yeah. if 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 there if there's if there's anything you can do be your own fucking best friend yeah. because at the end of the day if you're not like who's like why wouldn't you be like why wouldn't you want the best for yourself right on it's man. like yeah well for me it's just there was a lot of obstacles to that oh 100 percent. i think when you know it was the obstacle was for a while that i just wasn't carrying out or acting like the person that I wanted to be or you know that I knew I should be or could be mm. uh, I don't know what it was I, or someone that you saw and you respected mm. in a way like do you have that as well you'll see aspects of people and you are, I'd love to have that yeah I like, mean I always you know probably more subconsciously than consciously yeah. uh, as opposed to saying you know having a you know conscious sports hero mm. um, I probably more subconsciously would be comparing myself to you know the people around me so say mm -hmm. you know i know if i'm uh at uni when i'm surrounded by people a whole bunch of people who i feel are smarter than me i might like your peers just, and you're judging yourself yeah i might yeah. i might get into get into my head a bit more and kind of lose my confidence a little bit more but i mean nowadays that's that's a whole different ball game because mm -hmm. now i've started to uh practice that art of self-love mm. as we said and i think that's key like you're, you're you're like spot on that's that's what it is and by me feeling that love for myself 
or at least just like liking myself. I'm and like, okay, you know, it breaks I'm okay. it down okay. in, into the rawest form. Like, mm. who who the fuck is better than you? And mm. why? And if if that, but why 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 should anybody? Why should you ever go into a situation? It's obviously easier said than done. Why should you ever go into a situation where you feel lesser? Mm. Like, there's there's no sort of like tangible. There's there's no blueprint to the like to break it down. Like, this is why. The, the, no, that does like you can do whatever you want to do especially someone as smart as you and the sort of opportunities we have in this day and age if you really want to do something who's telling you you can't you know what i mean like yeah and i think yeah <laughs> and the only, if it's within reason right obviously and within reason yeah. like it's got to be realistic it's got to be attainable yeah. but that but the attainable goals are the ones you want yeah. and they're the ones that you're sort of setting those those standards mm. and then we'll feel like we'll feel shit because we're not reaching him to the point where we, we feel like we should mm. but who who is stopping us yeah. and if you're your best friend you want your best friend to do the best thing like to be the happiest person in the world yeah. so why would you how would you program yourself any other way yeah. it's like yeah it's 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 like the the on it thing where they're like if you could wake up tomorrow and be the the superhero in your own movie what would he do yeah get rid of all the past stuff that's happened in your life that doesn't matter what would you do today and mm. do that that's so powerful man yeah, yeah. it's crazy thanks for that I, I, I would say that's created the biggest difference and right on and I think I think going forward for both of us it sounds like we're putting those ideas into place into action and i'd love to catch up with you again you know 100 you know see where you are and how you're putting all these ideas into practice and you know it's just very for me it's just very inspirational talking to you brother and I appreciate it thanks for coming i love it well thanks for having such me a on. place of honesty and authenticity and and as incredible yeah. yeah we should do it again 100% man yeah I appreciate it cheers brother cheers man thank you peace